The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry, content creators and money makers. This podcast is for that second group, sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to Seller. Now, here's your host, Jeff Caves. Selling play-by-play broadcasts takes a little different skill set. I've had an opportunity to sell, you know, syndicated play-by-play that we all have access to occasionally, and uh, college play-by-play, which I did in Boise, Idaho with Boise State uh, for a lot of years. And I think there's a couple of things to keep in mind that I want to cover that I think will help you in considering how to get the most out of it. And again, this podcast is dedicated to those who are actually in the sales pit and some of the general managers sales managers you guys get in the sales pit just as often as the salespeople in today's climate so everybody can get in there and sell so i thought i'd get somebody that's going into a a little different area where his experience had been selling uh, the nfl play-by-play products and and now he's getting into a collegiate partnership so i want to welcome him in and get into this topic And Sandy Cohen oversees sales for radio stations in Kansas City and Louisville and Wichita, not only for audio, but digital, video, social, sports sponsorships and event marketing assets. So Union Broadcasting, uh, which Sandy Cohen is a part of, is a locally owned and operated uh, group in Kansas City. And they recently partnered to have their ESPN Louisville property become the home of Louisville, Louisville, however you want to say it, athletics, and their play-by-play football and basketball product. Let's get to it with you, Sandy. Let's get to the structure of this partnership, uh, Sandy, with the University of, uh, you'll tell us how to pronounce Louisville or Louisville, and Word Media, and how this all works with Learfield. It's a pretty unique sponsorship. It is. We're, we're uh, very excited about the new partnership we formed with the university, with Learfield and Word Media. And it's groundbreaking, considering that prior to our group capturing the rights, a large national competitor in the market had the broadcast for nearly 40 years. Hmm. So, um, so on our stations, uh, our two sports stations, we had been or actually on WLCL 93.9 The Ville. We've been broadcasting University of Louisville baseball games for uh, several years, but we just now got the opportunity to carry men's football, men's basketball and women's basketball games and coaches shows along with that baseball programming. So it's a wonderful addition for us. And how about this new, the word media, is this a market coverage play where you're taking, you know, the market with your FM signal and they've got a strong AM signal and it's just kind of a team effort between two entities? Exactly right. There'll be a lot of cases where we'll simulcast on both properties, on the Word property, as well as uh, ESPN 93.9 The Ville. All right. So when you looked at this from a revenue perspective, Sandy, how did you identify the prospects? What, what's the mine? What, how do you get the highest qualified people to sponsor this configuration? Where are they going to come from? Sure. Um, that's a great question. I, I think you know, Louisville is a tremendously loyal market for the university. And there are a lot of business owners and sponsors who are 
you know, very dedicated to the program. So clearly the first place we're going to look is the sponsors who are involved in, in their football program, for example, that, you know, may be involved on, uh, on a game day level or maybe a sponsor of one of their golf tournaments or one of their speaking engagements or okay. maybe a combination of, of all of that. But, but we look at ourselves with 93.9 The Ville as it's a daily driver. It's a destination where if you want to know about Louisville sports, you're listening Monday through Friday in addition to game day. And so we're going to look at the sponsors that are involved with the team and we're going to give them the opportunity to activate and express that on a daily basis and do more with what they might already have in place with the university and with Learfield. Do you think, Sandy, when you look at it, that there'll be as many or more prospects uh, that aren't in that uh, world now, that uh, the, the larger prospects or, or clients in your market, I'm assuming, already have inventory in those games and they're clients of the university and or Learfield. And so that, that leaves another market out there. So you don't want to cannibalize, right? You don't want to cannibalize your VIL clients to just move the money. You want to create new money. So what you're saying is you'll kind of examine who doesn't have as large a presence maybe in that uh, programming that Louisville has offered and, and try to give them something else. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying a couple of things. One, we use the term in, in our company, it's called daily driver. We want to be your daily driver for your business to market whatever it is that you're most interested in expressing through your messages. So there are a group of uh, sponsors who are already tied into the games and into the university. And so if we can activate even further, if, if they feel like they want further activation outside of those games and, the, and those program pieces, then we'll do that. But then there are also smaller uh, sponsors who have an association with the university that we can approach and make their program that much bigger with all of the assets that we offer. So Sandy, when it came to pricing all this out and describe, I guess the, what is the game day broadcast going to look like? Like when I was um, talking earlier to you, I was telling you about how in, in Boise, you got a two hour pregame window that is station controlled inventory. It goes into a, a two hour a Learfield university controlled uh, pregame session and, and then you've got a post game and certainly the end game and the post game. And then you've got a tailgate show that's station driven. So that's so we kind of build our programming in terms of game day around that early pregame show and and late post game show. Do you have something similar like that? And then how do you look at the rates that you may get for that stuff versus your 6A, 7P Monday through Friday rates? Sure, sure. So we're going to have um, obviously we'll have a lot of our own local programming. We'll have um, a post-game show that will take place after, after the Learfield programming. We will have before the home opener, for example, a 24-hour countdown to kickoff where we're going to paint the station red, so to speak. We'll have programming on a Monday. We're, we're probably going to call it something like Reaction Monday, where it'll be um, just programming all Monday long based on the outcome of Saturday's game. We'll have a red Friday where preceding the game that's coming up on Saturday, we'll paint the station red. We'll have press conferences that we will attend on a weekly basis, so on and so forth. So, so of course we'll, we'll price that 
uh, programming accordingly. There will be a premium that is carried with it, but those will all be those those programming pieces will all be built into, I think, a bigger, more vast um, marketing plan that we put together for sponsors that would include uh, audio programming, digital and social video programming, mm. podcast programming, whatever it is that the customer needs, the client needs to grow their business and meet their objectives, we're going to put it into a, a plan. And it just happens to contain the, uh, the U of L assets that we've acquired. I should have asked you, does this include basketball at all or is, or is basketball a separate animal? It does. It includes football and basketball, both men's and women's basketball, as a matter of fact. Wow. So when you roll these things out, and I know this just happened here recently, and do you, do you, do you, roll it out with football and basketball and make it a, an annual package, or do you go August through April or how, how do you envision that working out? Yeah, we definitely want to try to take advantage of both sports and put a full program together for both football and basketball. And they're both high profile programs uh, in, in the city. So that's our first goal. If we can tie it together to at least a six six or eight month opportunity. But if we can build it into an annual program, well, that would be wonderful. And we're mm-hmm. certainly trying to accomplish that. All right. So sometimes when we build these packages, we're like, okay, what can we put in a university of Louisville package, football, basketball, adjacent programming, uh, daily features, uh, social media, digital assets, web-based assets, social media stuff. And, you know, what about tickets, merchandise, special events? You know, I've had clients through the years where I think sometimes they were buying the ads because they had great season tickets and they looked at it as, well, I get my tickets from him, plus I get radio ads. So how did that piece work out for you? Yeah, so it's uh, it's part of the deal. It's great. We, we've created some of our own entertainment along the way when we were an unof- we were not an official partner yeah. where, uh, where we entertain, entertain clients before home games at a uh, special tailgate area that, that we had called the Caboose. And we used to broadcast uh, live from there and, and have food and drinks and have TV set up. So, so I agree with you. There are a lot of cases where sponsors not only want the messaging that they're looking for to grow their business, but they also want that association and opportunity to walk up to a tailgate or to go to a game with their, their uh, sales rep or a management team and, and be a part of, of the brand and the association that they get with, with uh, the sports team. You know, I had an interesting conversation once with a WFAN sales rep, Danny. And, you know, at, at the time when I did this interview, man, I don't think anybody sold more sports radio advertising than him because, you know, you're a WFAN in New York and he was selling coast to coast for all, all kinds of different things. And he had an interesting idea. I wonder what you think about this about how he entertained clients at Yankees games or Giants or Jets or whatever he was doing. And his theory was, if I take, if I give clients tickets to games, they're going with me. It's not, here you go, do what you want. And he did some of that, but he always had somebody he went with. And for him, it was the experience from getting on the subway to getting them home, you know, to, to where that last stop was. Have you ever considered some of that for yourself? Cause I know you guys do a great relationship job with your people there. You know, that's uh, it's brilliant. It's really easy to give people tickets to things and then, you know, turn your back and walk on down the road. But I, I think um, selfishly from a fun 
from just having a good time. I love being with the clients and uh, I know my sales team does too. And so we try to create those opportunities as much as possible. And um, so you, you go attend the games. That's brilliant. Go attend the games with the clients, develop the relationship. Um, they become great friends, which is a wonderful aspect of what we get to do. And um, I like to take pictures, you know, taking pictures and chronicling the event and then sending those pictures to them with, with yourself in the picture with them. And then, you know, posting them on social media, bringing them back when you get the one year, two year, three year, five year memories. There's a lot. You turn around five, 10 years later and you realize you formed some incredible friendships. You've had some amazing experiences. You laugh about the foul ball that somebody caught at a, a baseball game you went to or whatever it may be. It, it's awesome. It's a great it's a great way to do it. And I'm not going to say you make that required of your sales reps, but you probably lead by example where do you see yourself uh, entertaining? Do you guys have a suite or something where you go to the games or a season ticket area where you may put all your sponsors or try to get them all together in an area? Did you think about that? All the time. I love being a part of it. I love creating the opportunity for the sales team to have, you know, have the ability to go do that on their own as well as with, and uh, it's just I think that's a big differentiator for our group and our company. We entertain a lot. It's a big part of our business. Yeah. And I know that for the sellers, having things to sell into at the most important events is what it's where it's at. And then having something worth selling into, right? Hey, we're going to do this. And we've got this special area before the home games. And we've got, we can get you into this. We can introduce you here. You can meet the coach there. Uh, that's probably on your list of giving people exclusive experiences or uh, opportunities. Absolutely. You just kind of jogged my memory. This is actually something that we did in, in um, Kansas City with the KU Jayhawks basketball team, for mm -hmm. example. Uh, got to take several of the sales team members and each one took one of their clients that they were doing business with or someone that they wanted to do business with. We went to a closed practice and Bill Self had the team out on the floor and we got to sit in the seats, not too far from the court, watch him coach the team for a couple of hours and enjoy um, food and drinks around that event and take pictures. And there's nothing like uh, the opportunity to entertain like that. And we expect to do the same kinds of things in Louisville that we've had the benefit of doing with, with, uh, Kansas City and with the Kansas Jayhawks. And it sounds like you do a good job of, of either finding the right people, Sandy, who enjoy that lifestyle and they're already working for you, or you kind of coach up some others who are open and willing. And we know there's one out of four of your reps, possibly that that's just not their deal. <laughs> they're not social like that. So do you go out and identify reps this way, or do you have them already, or do you coach them up or all in between? You know, it's probably all in between. I, I recognize that not everybody somebody has a young family, for example, they're not going to be out until 10 o'clock, three nights a week entertaining at a baseball game. They've got kids to run around after work. So they're at a point in their life where they can't do that. But, but maybe they're, they're the people that at during that period in their life where if they can give tickets to an event and somebody else can go, you know, I can go entertain, you know, they, there's that appreciation and opportunity for them. There are other people who are extremely social and, and they love to be a part of it. And, and I want to make sure that I bring them along with me or they can do it on their own, uh, that entertainment piece. So, you know, we have a, a really diverse team in, in all of our markets. And uh, I think it's important because 
not everybody wants to go to a game with their rep too. They'd rather go with their wife and two kids and mm-hmm. not have someone from the radio station right. with them. Right. Right. Depends on the relationship. All right. So I want to follow up quickly. And lastly, uh, because we wrote about this when you were out searching for a general sales manager and you promoted a longtime senior AE, we spoke to him. Uh, he's the GSM now a partner in your company in Kansas City. So tell me how Chad Corey's been working and how you guys are working together. I know growing that operation was was critical, how it's going. And then I understand also that he was a big digital proponent and expert at rolling that out as well. So how has that all come together with you? It's been, I don't know, maybe six months, something like that. Yeah, it's been great. Chad and I have worked together since 1999. He was my first sales hire for the team back when we were forming our sports radio station, getting our sea legs here in, in Kansas City. And we clicked from the moment he walked in. He's he's a hard worker and uh, he really enjoys what what he does. I enjoy ha- working with him. I think he feels the same way. I know he does. And we support each other um, through and through. So, so we both we share strengths and then we have different strengths. And you mentioned one of the strengths that he has and, and passions and that's, that's digital and advertising and social advertising, and social mm-hmm. media, you know, so we've been in that area as everybody in our field knows. And anybody who's listening to this podcast knows we are selling more than we ever thought we could sell. And we're not selling more than we ever thought we could sell. There's just so much out there. Right. So, so Chad has done a really nice job organizing our internal um, systems and communication, and then obviously taking it to market and creating pieces and everything that has to do with digital and social. And that's been a terrific strength of his um, that I really enjoyed because it's, it's really busy, right? I mean, none of us have enough time in the day to do what we need to do. And seems like most of our programs now have a little bit of everything, audio, digital, social, whatever it may be. Yeah. The other, other thing that Chad and I have put in place together uh, is the concept that two heads are better than one. Uh, pretty simple concept, but rarely carried out, right? So, so somebody has a, a key meeting that they want to go on, and uh, we, one of us wants to go with them. Bring Chad, bring Sandy. Don't bring both of us, bring one of us, and then mm-hmm. somebody bring the other guy because two creative minds are better than than one and then we can create custom solutions and and uh things together and so um it's just been it's been fantastic chad's been a tremendous organization an asset to the organization and um he's deserved this promotion for a long time he's we're definitely accomplishing way way more in kansas city with his help well, good stuff. Thanks for helping us on the, the BSM pod and the network and doing the seller seller pod. I'm sure a lot of sellers have heard this and said, hey, that guy'd be pretty cool to work for, man. I can go to games. We can entertain. We can make money. Who knows? Maybe you get some more reps out of this. Yeah, that's nice. You know, I'm always looking. So if there's anybody who's interested in doing anything in Kansas City, Louisville or Wichita, definitely look me up and uh, be happy to talk to you. Thanks once again to uh, Sandy Cohen for joining me here on Seller to Seller. Hope you enjoy this. Rate it, review it, pass it on, email it. You can send me an email. Just go to Barrett Sports Media and get all the details. Talk to you next week. 
Thank you for listening to Seller to Seller with Jeff Caves. Each episode is available on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the iHeart app, and most podcasting platforms. To stay in touch with Jeff, follow him on Twitter at Jeff Caves and read his sales columns on BarrettSportsMedia.com.